Welcome to Breaking Through Business, the podcast where we talk about the things that are keeping small business owners from getting traction and what they can do about it. I'm your host, Tabitha Shever, and I have with us today my guest, Joy Lynn Wagoner. Joy Lynn is a mom, an entrepreneur, an investor, and the CEO of CM Products, which specializes in the conveyor material industry. She has worked in several areas of healthcare, from behavioral health to case management. In addition to that, she is the founder of Drop It Baby. Tell us more about that. Great, thanks. I will definitely tell you more about Drop It Baby. It was an invention out of necessity. Um, When I had my twins, we really were looking for a way to help us when we took them out. Um, My husband has some health issues. And so bending down to pick up dropped or thrown toys was Mm -hmm. really difficult for him. And I was doing all of it times two. So we came up with a way to um, help alleviate some of that. So Drop It Baby was born. Okay, so what is Drop It Baby? Drop It Baby is a tethered toy. Basically, it's a suction cup that has a stretchy ring chain attached to it. And then at the end of the ring chain, you can attach a toy, a bottle, a blankie, basically anything that you can get in there or make a hole in. Okay. Um, And then when the kid chucks it, it actually stays. It doesn't fall onto the ground. Yeah. Uh, And eventually they can pull it back up themselves. So we're teaching independence. We're helping ourselves and our sanity. It was really helpful. Oh, that's awesome. And you uh, you are just a little bit of a serial entrepreneur. You've got your hands in lots of things. That's just one of the many very cool things that you have done. I got to hear all about your history and your background um, before. But um, you are also the CEO of a company. So tell me a little bit about that. How long have you been doing it? What that experience has been like? And how maybe that has differed from your product development experience with this Drop It Baby product? Yeah. So um, CM Products, it's a family-owned business. My dad and my mom created it. Mm-hmm. Um, and then I purchased it from my dad in 2016. I had really no ambition of purchasing it. My life just changed and it sort of fell in my lap and it was the right timing for my dad. So um, it was a great opportunity that that kind of presented itself to me. And I've been really taking advantage of it. A lot of my other opportunities and other ventures have really kind of helped form who I am today. Mm -hmm. And it really helps with um, the business as it is today. We do a lot of R&D and and I learned a lot of that from the product um, Mm -hmm. creation and development process. So that's been really helpful. And then, of course, sales is always helpful, (laughs) no matter what kind of sales experience that you have. Yeah. So experience in the product world, experience in the manufacturing world. What else have you tried uh, in your in your background? Oh, well, <laughs> um, I have a pretty extensive behavioral health background. So mm-hmm. I'm a licensed um, social worker and a licensed behavior analyst. And really, my um, background and passion was autism and related services. Mm-hmm. So that's um, kind of what I went to school for and ended up falling in love with um, those individuals that are on the spectrum and possibly have some extra behaviors or extra challenges to look at during the young childhood and then also like up through adulthood. So tell me how you tied a love for autism with the entrepreneurial love that you have endured through all of these different engagements and these different work uh, experiences. Yeah, I am so excited to talk about it. And I Thank you for letting me talk about it because I will take any opportunity to do so. So I have connections in the disability world just because of my experiences. And there was a wonderful lady who created her own dog treat business. Okay. And she's local here. And I was kind of stalking her at (laughs) um, like trade shows or craft fairs and things like that. 
So I would talk to her and buy stuff because I have a little dog. And one day she asked her uh, assistant asked me like what my background was and what experience. And I just we clicked and we just had a really open conversation about opportunities and how her company got started and, you know, that she was deemed unemployable. Okay. And so they created their own way, which I found really inspiring. Mm -hmm. And I started talking about what what I'm doing with Drop It Baby and seeing products and what different opportunities my brain was firing about all these different opportunities <laughs> that I could present to someone with some challenges mm -hmm. that would just fit. So we did a little brainstorm session and I really came up with, man, I've got this packaging stuff that I need to do and mm -hmm. organizing and some assembly line stuff that would be perfect because it's repetitive. Mm -hmm. And she started talking about um, an individual that she supported during high school that's now an adult, a young adult who is amazing at puzzles and really thrives with that kind of challenge. So we met and hit it off and I was able to hire him. We started out as um volunteer. Okay. Just to see how it would go and see if he would fit with us. Yeah. And he really really was thriving. He was also determined to be unemployable. Okay. So he really was left with I can only volunteer kind of thing. Oh yeah. But he really wanted to work. So we kind of slowly integrated him and primarily had him do packaging for us, and he loved it. This individual, his name is Jordan, he was very set in his routines. Like, I'll give you an example. Um, he would come to work in the same shirt or the same style shirt and the same shorts every day. And we gave him a company t-shirt. Mm -hmm. And one day he showed up in it, and his parents were just like, I don't think you understand. Like, this is a shirt that was not in his wardrobe before, and now he's wearing it. Mm -hmm. So it was a huge deal. And it, to me, it really spoke to, you know what? He feels comfortable here. Mm -hmm. He handled this transition well. So that really spoke to me. It made me feel good. The other side to it is my staff, the other staff at the company, are really embracing this, and they had never gotten to interact with someone on the spectrum. Yeah. And so they're learning different ways to interact. And, you know, those are transferable skills. Absolutely. So I'm, I'm really excited about that piece, too. And yeah. sometimes I think that gets forgotten. Yeah. And so one of the biggest challenges we hear small business owners talk about is, you know, lack of workforce. And so you've gone out and you've really tied some of your past experiences and some of your passions to help solve that problem for you and, you know, your company. Are you going to continue doing this? Is there a program? How does this work? Is that anybody else was interested in leveraging these sorts of resources? Do you have any suggestions or recommendations for folks? I would love to talk it out with people. Mm -hmm. I think that um, small business is a perfect area for these individuals to be placed. And honestly, if the placement works, just like other employees, I mean, Jordan is so loyal mm. to the point where I sold Drop It Baby um, mm -hmm. to another baby brand and he transitioned right into CM product stuff. He takes things. I mean, it was just because he thrived in our environment, he mm -hmm. was able to do these transitions so easily. He is probably the most loyal employee I will ever have. He just really loves being at work. So I would encourage any any small business owner to kind of take a step back and think about repetitive tasks and things that maybe they need help with that wouldn't be a full-time position. Because a lot of times um, there's several challenges you have to be careful about their current benefits and all of that, but be creative about it. And it's really helped my business. And I, I basically have created a position 
that lightens the load off my other employees from tasks that Jordan loves to do. Yeah, and it's really made a huge change in the world, too, because you're making a positive difference and really impacting people in such a positive way um, that that's got to feel good as well. So it definitely does. Yep. What I love about your story, Joylin, is that you share with us how not only did this help make Jordan feel better and you got to make a difference in the world, which when we're doing our 10-year target in EOS, right, we're always looking for, but you also were really creative and came up with a solution to a challenge of, you know, having to find alternative workforce when everybody else is complaining about the great resignation. What are some other creative ideas or things that you've done maybe over the past year that have really been helpful or beneficial to your business? Yeah, I'm glad you asked that because we implemented EOS last year. Okay. And we started making sure everybody had read traction. Mm -hmm. Um, But then we started with L10s and we've done quarterly meetings I have to say, we we just actually finished our um, first quarterly meeting for this year. It was a little bit late, but it was the most amazing feeling walking away from that meeting. And I did a gap analysis at the meeting, and I asked people to share what their favorite wins were Mm -hmm. for the year before, because we sort of did a yearly recap. And my favorite win was EOS. And people agreed, because... We got so much done. Yeah. Um, We focused on structure. We looked at our holes. We worked on our culture. We really solidified our values and our mission and our our ethics, essentially. We have flyers all over our office now about our core values. And I just recently, like one of my big issues or gaps was uh, Salesforce. And I recently hired someone and I was super slow to hire. Mm-hmm. Um, I think I interviewed him six times in different places. Okay. But I was really focused on culture. It's so important to me. And I'm happy to say that I hired someone and he started Wednesday. And um, we had our meeting on Thursday. And he offered at the meeting, he's like, I feel like so much a part of this team already. And it's only day two. And that made me feel so good. I was able to talk to him about my 10-year, my five-year, my one-year goals. Mm -hmm. We set rocks. I mean, it was so organized and it was inclusive of everyone. I mean, I can't tell you how different the picture is than a year ago before I implemented EOS. So I think EOS really helps with the structure. And in that way, I mean, it's been invaluable. Well, and clearly you are an excellent leader because you care about culture, you care about people. And I think that background of behavioral health and, you know, probably plays in there. But um, you get what Patrick Lanchoni teaches us when he says most teams are working on being smarter and not being healthier. And it sounds like you've really put a focus on the healthy and on the culture. So kudos to you for doing that. So are there any other tactics or experiences you've had that you'd like to share with business owners that are maybe stuck or that are in your Shoes, similar shoes. Yeah, I actually am super proud of this. And it's a result of being able to dig in and dive pretty deep with the EOS process. You kind of dissect a lot of things that you're currently doing and what you want to do and like what resonates with you and why you're doing what you're doing. And um, one of the things that came out of it is I'm, I'm a pretty big believer in volunteering and community service and giving back. And I'm on the board of directors for United Way, and I do volunteer efforts. But what came to me is I don't talk about that with my employees. Mm -hmm. And that's a problem because it's a big part of me. Mm -hmm. So I am happy to say that I implemented, I gifted them, each of them, time to either join a board of directors 
or to organize like a community service volunteer event. So that can kind of serve as a team building or they can do it on their own if they want. But I was blown away by the response. They were so grateful. And mm. I, I was all that I could hope for. Um, I really was a little bit nervous, but I'm like, this is a big part of me. And I try to lead by example. So I was really happy that I realized that that part was missing from my business life. And I've now added it back in. So I'm happy about that. It's very evident that you are really good at integrating your work and your life and really being a whole person. Thank you so much for sharing with us these great ideas, um, especially the one about, you know, maybe using people who are autistic. Um, if somebody did want to get a hold of you, how could they go about uh, reaching you? Yeah, um, I would love an email. And again, I'm happy to talk this through with anybody. You can email me at joylynn at cmproductscompany.com. Thank you so much. And I would ask that if you're interested in hearing more, um, you reach out to her because I'm sure she can help you work through some of the, the challenges. But if you uh, want to learn more about EOS, I'm going to have my guest, Nathaniel Toms, who is the CEO of Mr. Electric, which is based out of Springfield, Missouri, come and tell us about his EOS journey and uh, how their business has grown and changed as a result of it as well. So thanks for being here with me today and I uh, look forward to chatting with you again soon. Thanks so much for having me. This has been Breaking Through Biz with Tabitha Shever, and I just want to give a thank you to Family Vision Media and Dave Powell for helping us to produce this podcast. Plus, Delta is committed to helping your small business get your operations in order and to drive positive change. To learn more about Plus Delta services or EOS, go to plusdelta.com. Until next time, happy changing, everyone.